Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us, Weekly Standard is Jonathan Last because a major speech coming up from President Obama. And I wanted to get your pre-speech analysis, JVL. What does President Obama, the greatest president ever, if you don't believe him, just ask him, what does he have to say to us in his farewell address? I'm hoping he gives us the malaise speech that he's always wanted to give. What do you mean? The, the you know, look, things just can't be real good anymore because of you people. <laughs> because this is a guy who's always believed that he was basically too good for America. And, you know, I always suspected that maybe he secretly wanted to lose re-election because this way he could have it both ways. Right. He could have gotten to have been president, but also gotten to have been rejected by the voters so he could claim, well, America still isn't all that great a place. But actually, this is even better from his point of view, which is he gets to have been president twice and then gets to say, <laughs> well, America just isn't really the place I thought it was. So it's, it's perfect. It's great. He's going to lecture America. He's going to stand up and say, we're still the place of our greatest ideals, but dark times are ahead. And, you know, you people need to remember who you are and be better than that. And long arc of history. And, <laughs> and you can just see where he's going to go with it. And I, I think it'll be a, a real classic. And you can also know that within 60 seconds of him concluding his speech, the left and people on the media will be calling it one of the great speeches ever, a speech that will be studied by historians, a speech that puts Seneca to shame, it, it, because this is what we do over every bit of oratory that comes from Barack Obama. That's, what I said, that's, that's standard pro forma behavior after Obama's speeches. Right. So that's right. a, Every that's, speech he gives is the greatest speech exactly, ever. Exactly. There's, why would you measure anything else? I, I got a preview of the speech from Viola Davis, the actress. Are you a big fan of her work? I like her, mm-hmm. don't love her. And she's been Good. like, she, you know, like her. So the she's material she's been given has not always been great. But anyway, uh, after winning a Golden Globe for movie Fences, which I have not seen, she was asked about Trump's election and she said, you know, I'm not going to talk about Trump because that's not the issue. You can't have, some, if somebody uh, with those values gets into the White House, it's because the people put him into the White House. And then she kind of looks around the room, makes a couple of other disparaging remarks, and then says, I'm being ambiguous, I know, but uh, JVL, I didn't find it that ambiguous. It was pretty clear. We suck. We elected Donald Trump, and this is the country that Barack Obama is going to speak to to, uh, on Tuesday, I predict. So the uncomfortable truth is that I don't entirely disagree that a country that could elect a guy like Donald Trump is fundamentally different from what it was uh, 16 years ago, 20 years ago. You think about the the norms of society and the things which we accepted from people in public life in 1992, where Bill Clinton almost had his career ruined for for having caused pain in his marriage, uh, where George W. Bush almost wasn't elected president because when he was 25 or something, he had gotten a DUI. Uh, we had really different standards, and uh, as a result of a lot of things, some of which are Bill Clinton being president, uh, some of which are uh, George W. Bush being president, frankly, having the, 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 the dynastic qualities of having the son of a former president become president, having reality TV invade our life, and uh, all sorts of things, all of which really, I think, actually stems with like family breakdown. You have you know divorce rising, out-of-wedlock birth rising. Uh, 
things have gotten bad in the culture and you cannot get to a place where the election is pitting Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump and America is making that choice without things having gotten pretty bad. And I, I understand Republicans are happy to have Republicans with unified control over government. And I guess that's fine. And I hope it all turns out well. I really do. Uh, but we should not be excited and buoyed by the situation we're in. I mean, if this isn't a sign of decadence and a sign of decline, I don't know what is. But it's bizarre to watch someone lecture a country that just elected Barack Hussein Obama twice say that there's a failure of the people. I mean, <laughs> right. Did we get different people? I mean, I don't, I don't think uh, immigrants, it's hard to get registered to vote. Did, was there a swap? I, I would, know. again, agree because Barack Obama was elected because he was the biggest celebrity. I mean, Obama mm-hmm. ran a celebrity campaign point. in 2008. He was ele- There is no universe in which Barack Obama should have been elected president in 2008, uh, but he was because the culture is so debased and even more so in 2012. I would say, we look back, his first term was basically a gigantic failure. The right. voters were desperate to repudiate him and they couldn't because, you know, the Republicans nominated this guy who was just sort of a blah mm-hmm. and Barack Obama is still a celebrity. Look, He's on between two ferns. <laughs> so, yes, I mean, I mean, not in the way that Viola Davis means it, but right. I don't disagree that we, there is a sense in which, though, it is amazing. My, my buddy Ala Pundit over at Hot Air right. mentioned something about this today. He said there is a, a consumer, uh, a customer service aspect to all of this, which is strange. Mm-hmm. So if you go to a bank and you do your transaction with the teller and then afterwards the teller says, by the way, you're ugly and you're stupid and right. I hate you. Uh that is not a whole lot different from you going to the movie theater to give your $15 right. to Sony mm-hmm. Pictures, who you know is running whatever the latest Viola Davis movie is, <laughs> and have these people get together, get right. on stage, and say, by the way, half of right. you who gave us your money, we appreciate mm-hmm. that, but you're stupid and we hate you. But there's a different customer aspect that I find interesting, which is President Obama is going to stand up to his customers, which is the, the people of the United States, who by any measure he has... A, disappointed, if not B, failed utterly, but trying to be generous. You know, he's, it hasn't, this has not worked out. And he's going to look at his customers and say to them, oh, man, you guys really let me down. You know, I, I sold you this you know, set of uh, cookware and what did you make with it? You know, uh, hamburger helper and you know, <laughs> grilled cheese sandwiches. This is sad. That it's what you know. There's a there's a level of difference between uh, distance between Hollywood stars, uh, Meryl Streep, etc., and the customers, and they're doing this different thing. But in politics, hi, I need you to like me enough to vote for me. Did I mention I think you suck? So here's what's interesting, though. Barack Obama's customers is not America. His customers are the identity politi- politics groups that he brought together and to become his coalition. All mm. of whom are Democrats. He has failed those. Democrats by every (laughs) possible measure. And the real question to me, I I wrote about it in my piece this week in the magazine, are they going to be unhappy with their their consumer experience with the Obama years? Are they going to ever look at this and say, you know what, buddy, it's kind of your fault. You made this. (laughs) You broke this. I suspect no. 
I suspect they won't do that for a whole bunch of reasons, many of which themselves have to do with identity politics. It would be very, very difficult for Democrats to believe that the first African-American president was a failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so difficult that I actually don't know that they could talk themselves into it, even if it were really true. I, I guess we could argue whether it's true or not. I, I don't think um, so. But. but from their own selfish political perspective, they right. lost, what, a thousand offices mm-hmm. at the federal and state level. They are sitting in a place where they have lost unified control of uh, unified control of the government. Goodness knows if there are some health problems in the Supreme Court, they could really lose the Supreme Court. I mean, things have gotten catastrophically bad in ways which they could not possibly have predicted in 2008. And there is only one person to blame for that, and that's President Obama. Who's going to give this uh, major speech? One last question for you. So did his ideas fail? You just talked about the identity politics people who are kind of looking with these blinders as America devolves ever more into tribalism. But just sitting back, did did the ideas that, did, was there an idea there that was testing? You know, Reagan tested an idea. And you could argue if it failed, it succeeded. Most people think it succeeded. Even Clinton with his third way approach, you know, abandon your ideology a little bit on both sides and we'll do some stuff you could argue good or bad. Did, what about Barack Obama? Well, Barack Obama certainly tested at least one idea. I mean, in the realm of foreign policy, he really tests an idea about what happens if America were to step back from the world and stop doing harm. I mean, if it, the Democratic <laughs> view is that the Democratic view is in foreign policy, we should first do right. no harm and that America is often a harmful influence in the world. And so we should just step back away and that will make the world better. Mm-hmm. I think just again, as a as an objective matter, most people would say most people don't work for Barack Obama would say that that has not worked. The, the world is actually worse off today than it was in 2008. Um, in in almost everywhere, which is really amazing. <laughs> so just objective failure on that. Uh, when it comes to governing, he did a couple. He tested a couple ideas with governing. He tested whether or not you could really make giant foundational changes mm. along purely partisan votes. So just raw exercises right. of political power. Um, and we'll see whether or not that works. If Obamacare stands and the only price they had to pay was a couple of years in the wilderness, then it did work. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Obamacare gets dismantled, then it didn't work. Um, and then again, the same thing with his executive orders. So after they, they lost control of the House, he relied almost entirely on just executive authority. He radically expanded the powers of the executive in ways which the Democrats thought were great at the time and may not think are so great now that they've got a guy in office who, who doesn't even understand that executive authority should have limits theoretically. So we'll see. I mean, if, if Trump decides to let a lot of Obama's legacy stand, then it will have been worth the gamble and it will have worked. Uh, if he doesn't, if he undoes it all, then it turns out it will not have worked at all. Well, I do a regular media appearances in uh, Europe, and the, it's amazing to hear the amount of disappointment from the European left with Donald Trump and European, I mean, with uh, Barack Obama and Europeans, which says it's not that our country failed him, Jonathan Last, it's our planet. Humanity failed Barack Obama. He deserved a better species. He deserved a better rock around some sun somewhere. And we'll so we'll have to take our spanking from the guy who knows better. Than in a we way, do. it's particle physics failed him. It's, it's string. The, the string theory is so unjust. He's in the wrong multiverse. He is in He's the wrong over. multiverse. Exactly. He's one over. It's exactly. like when you walk. They would I can't really appreciate him No, over this there. is abuse. No, he's just in the wrong room. Send him down one more room. He'll be fine. JVL, read his latest at weeklystandard.com. Also, subscribe to the Weekly Standard podcast on iTunes. You'll never miss another episode. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Michael Graham.